<laughs> that would definitely be less than ideal if it was just like we started recording and then all of a sudden, bam, yeah, you gone. Said that as soon as the countdown started, like I would, it yeah, literally I was... came up in the corner. It's like your computer will restart in sixty <laughs> seconds. No, I'm using this. What? It's definitely the CIA. They're definitely trying to yeah. silence us. That seems like it. it. Yeah, we're just too good at propaganda. What can I say? It's so good. <laughs> no, I so so I moved in to our new house. Like I said, um, and my room is a total of eighty square feet. So eighty go. square feet plus maybe a two foot wide closet. That's all I got for the next two years. With my bed, my desk, and a dresser next to it, I have maybe six square feet on the ground of like open floor space. Other than that nothing this is what i'm this is what i'm at for the next two years and because of joe brandon's america i'm paying over 500 dollars for this so in case you, you were lost your bed man get like a you dorm lock your, your bed put the desk that's a good idea it. i i will i will say lofting would not be the worst idea except for the ceiling is disgusting like the, the panels in there are so old and they're water stained and like genuinely the, they're allegedly going to try to solve it in a couple of months, but that would be me having to take all this out of there and bring it back in, which I'm definitely not going to do because it was already a bitch to do it the first time. So I'm not going to do it again. I hate to break it to you, but regardless of whether you loft the bed or not, those panels are still above you. No, I'm aware, but I just don't want to like what? be like, I don't, I don't want to be like right next to them, you know, like yeah, right now they're covered by flags. Right. I don't, I don't out of sight, out of mind, but if uh-huh. I'm up in close personal, I'm gonna wake up with my like tongue on him. I just know it. So <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my next door neighbors, I, I knew a couple of them like, before. They just moved back in for the summer, and one of them comes out and he's like, "Hey, you should you should come check this out." So he walked down into his room, and there's just a colony of wasps living in his light. Oh, mm-hmm. oh my like, god! There was like sixty of them. It was crazy. That's so, insane. Oh, like, so how did, wait, did he just like find one and he like traced it back to the source or like, how did he know they no, were in there? Like he, cause you could, were in like, he's got one of those like rooftop like lights that you ever see in classrooms in high school. Oh before. yeah. And uh, you can see through it and there's just wasps. They're just and, flying around. Yeah. And apparently there was a little hole in like the side of his roof that he found and he spray foamed it. And you go outside the side of their house and you could just see this huge lump. Like it was a big asshole to the outside. Like, oh my God. You could stick your hand in there. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, my, I, I found out this too, and I'll just make everyone else just super upset, and especially me, because so I'm living in a house that's 130 roughly years old, and it's on like the famous Mifflin block of Madison. All of the houses that are on this street are all similarly aged, pretty old houses. But, but the greatest part of it, they're all they're all terribly quality, but they're all owned by one person. Of course, because because she, you know what? In two thousand seven, two thousand eight, she saw she made the wise wise decision of buying a bunch of properties while we were all five. We made the mistake of not doing the same. Nope. Like it's it was, it's on us. I, I I take full responsibility for that. But now she's just collecting money, 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 money off these things because it's not like they put any work into these things. They're college houses. Like what? They're just literally printing money off of them. It's absurd. Infinite money yeah. glitch. Yeah, literally. Speaking of infinite money glitch, oh, Carol, what episode are we on? Twenty six, I think. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to our personal infinite money glitch, uh, exploiting the masses, government propaganda, uh, CCP <laughs> propaganda. Two lefties, three lefties now. Two and a half lefties. Get it right. We'll, we'll get him there. We'll get him there. Mm-hmm. He's on his way. Uh, I am your most gorgeous host, uh, Griffin. Joining and me, and I'm Cameron. I'm Nick. 
as yes, as as Griffin alluded to, <laughs> we are all back. Uh, we're we're trying out the video aspect again. Nick's camera unfortunately is not working, but uh, we'll we'll figure it out for next week. Uh, George Soros will send us send him a new laptop for us to spout this propaganda. So we got to thank the sponsor. So I had to I had to read that in there. <laughs> I'll, he I'll does pay for all of this. He does ten dollar webcam. It'll be fine. Famously, George Soros is such a communist. So uh, yeah, absolutely. He's a, he's a billionaire. What do you, what do you want? That's like the most leftist thing you can do. You know. <laughs> so <laughs> this is. I have, I have a question for you, Bush. Before we get get into the news and stuff like that. So I listened to the new that new Hog song, the one with the big red beard guy. Was it Oliver Tyler or something like that? Oh yeah, um, yeah, Oliver Anthony. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Oliver Anthony. So I listened to it. Uh, it actually just it just came up on my news feed that it hit number one like on the on charts this week, passing Taylor Swift and like the whole shebang, right? All because like Matt Walsh has been pumping it a lot. The entire Daily Wire infrastructure has been playing it nonstop. It's been all over my for you page. The song itself is not bad. It's it's a no. catchy song because it's like it's the Appalachia. Yeah, it's an Appalachia yeah, vibe. Good. But the worst part is he's so close. He's he so, so close. I was thinking the same thing. He's so close. He's just knocking on the door of class consciousness, and he just won't open it. It's an yeah. open door, my no, man. No, You're no, right he's there. He's not even knocking on the door. The door is slapping him in the face. <laughs> it's cracked open, and he's trying to pull it back shut because he literally does. He's like, class, class consciousness, all this shit. He's like, yeah, by the way, fuck welfare. And yeah, then he just moves on. That's it. It's literally yeah. one verse of the whole song that he just like, no, come on, you were so he, close. He has it. He has it right there. He's like, all of these rich people have all of the control. They're taxing my money like to to insanes while they pay none of it. While they're off on islands, uh, sex trafficking children. Like, yeah, the yep. Epstein Island, whatever. He's right there, and then all of a sudden. He decides, no, I'm going to shit on my fellow working class man. Why, yeah. brother? What are you yeah, doing? You were, so you were so close. Uh. It's just the greatest propaganda. Speaking of, uh, well, speaking of Appalachian country, um, oh boy, we talked a little bit about you know Tyler Childers the other week and his new music video and the yeah, yeah. Age. Uh But I, I've always been like kind of a fan of his music, but I've never really sat down and like listened to it a whole bunch. Mm. And I did, and I can honestly, God, cannot believe that people were surprised that he came out as like, like in support of this kind of stuff. He has a this man has a song called "Long Violent History," and it's oh literally just pro black lives matter propaganda <laughs> hell like, yeah it's literally it's like not really because it's not as direct but it's literally just the most like anti-racist song like literally one of the one of the verses is like how many boys are you gonna haul off this mountain shoot full of holes laying cuffed in the streets before we come down and riot <laughs> that's that is a, a good bar that's a great bar actually <laughs> i was like god damn <laughs> Go nuts! I, I've always yeah. had fe- I've always had feathered Indians on my playlist or like that, and then that's how I kind of like uh, went off into it. And then when you sent me the like music video when the hogs started going crazy. By the way, in your love, fantastic love song, very very beautifully sang, and the music video. Every time I've watched, I watched it three times. All three times I it's cried. So it is it's absolutely so beautiful. It is so good. Yeah, like I saw that, and I, I'm shocked that like a hog would hear that and be like, "Hell yeah, brother." We're a Republican. He knows he's one of the yeah. good ones. Like, I, yeah, absolutely. I don't understand why that's such a big deal to people. I mean, I can understand someone like Kanye. Like, if you're just straight up a Nazi, I, I get why you wouldn't want to listen to him. But, like, regardless of what you believe, if it's good music, it's good yeah, music. I, I, I am mean... a firm believer in separating the art from the artist. There are limits. Uh, I, I, I have a hard time, like, and I still won't really like, judge people if they listen to Kanye. 
because at the end of the day, who fucking cares? I mean, yeah. it, like he, he he makes good music. I don't think you're a bad person if you listen to Kanye's music. It's not like you're giving him more money. Like, he is a billionaire. Yeah, you also have to realize too, like that's where the there is no ethical uh, consumption under capitalism meme comes from. Like yeah, no matter exactly. what you do, someone in the third world is being exploited to give you that service. Uh, most like there are people that are dying on the streets while you are while you have an abundance of food in your cupboards. Like there is, it's just the way it is. Like at a certain point, you have to say, yeah, I as long as you recognize that the privilege that you have or like or like the the badness of the action or whatever it is and stuff like that, I think you can truly like go forward with that as obviously yeah. like you said to ex- to to an extent yeah like if somebody's like a child molester or something i'm like okay yeah yeah like, come on. That, that, uh, no, no more of that music for sure <laughs> yeah yeah but like yeah i mean there's layers obviously there's nuance to everything but i i don't think it's yeah, kanye's the things i just don't think you could like you're you're a terrible person because it's the kanye's music but no, but right, I, I agree with you, but I'm like, that's the only person where yeah. I could see if somebody, like, I understand. Yeah, that's fair. But someone like Tyler Childers, and, you know, oh, he's he's a, a, a Democrat, I can't listen to him. Like, what? It's, he's, his songs are bussing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, when will Hillary Clinton start rapping? I need a Hillary Clinton, oh, like, mixtape so I bad. I guarantee like, there's an AI. Yeah. Oh what? This yeah, guy, oh, yeah. I'm sure there is. Speaking of Hillary, I, I wonder you actually how long. Yeah, go ahead. Well, not not the same. Well, Hurricane Hillary, tropical storm. Hillary, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. we can touch more on that a little later. But like the memes, I've seen so many of like Hillary could come in. She's definitely going to get California. She could even swoop down and take Arizona and New Mexico. Who knows? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, did you? Okay, I'm not sure if you saw this, but there is an actual Fox News like live television broadcast. Where they're doing the storm watch, sort of like that coming through, and obviously it's named Hillary and everything like that, and they don't even bring up Clinton, which is obviously like the easy joke, like go to, like yeah. whatever, right? No, 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 they take the opportunity to say, well, it obviously came to America. Joe Biden let it in. I'm not kidding. <laughs> like they actually made the point that Joe Biden let in a hurricane because it's, it's got to be like an immigration joke, right? Because it's coming up from Mexico. Of course it is. I, I'm yeah. sure, but it was, but the way that they had the map, it was just straight across the Pacific. So like. What are you doing, brother? Like that's 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 not the border you're talking about. I uh, see. If Trump built that wall, we get hurricanes. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly right. There ain't no hurricane in Texas, brother. The, the, what would be awesome though if they? So obviously, uh, hurricanes go in like alphabetical order. So they got the Hillary. Now, if we like next year when it resets or whatever it is, if we get back to the D's, if we can get a Hurricane Donnie, we're set. Hurricane, hurricane Don. Hurricane. I have the best hurricane named after me, folks. It will cause oh. more damage than anyone else. I promise. All yeah, named like, after, like, they go, female they go names? alphabetically through female names, and then I think they double back to men after that. They go to men okay. eventually if there's a fuck ton. Because well, like, I know there's been a Hurricane like, Cameron. Yeah, ninety percent of hurricanes are named after women. I think is what it is. It's a I, but like yeah. that would be funny if we had like a super hurricane dense year. So we got to like a hurricane named Donald. That and would be like drops out there. My hurricane was the most destructive. It took the most lives. Quite frankly, it was the best. Do you remember back in I think it was either twenty nineteen or twenty twenty when his actual plan to solve a hurricane was just to nuke it? Yeah. He was his actual like met with the Secretary of Defense, called him into the Oval Office and said, You know what? What if we nuke it? Will it, will it stop? It, the guy looked at him like what? What did you just say? Obviously, <laughs> obviously that's a poor choice. 
Well, let's throw that out there. But, <laughs> but, what if? I, I think it has potential. Possess enough power to disrupt the weather pattern. There's no there? way. There's no way. I don't think anything man-made could like. Okay, with you know, exceptions. Well, but... hold on. Nick might be onto something. Now I'm no scientist. Well, actually, you're studying to be a geological I'm, scientist. I'm I hope you know some of this. I, I'm kind of a scientist. This isn't rocks. How the fuck am I supposed to know? I don't study. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the wind comes from rocks. That's what. That's what Tucker told me once. I'm sure. <laughs> the wind is liberal, liberal propaganda, Karen. You should know this. Yeah, um, that's it's created by George Soros backed moons and tides and shit. I don't know. Yeah. You know, like weather-wise, so we're still coming off the effects of the uh, Hawaiian wire wildfires. But a new conspiracy theory has dropped thanks to our uh, friend of the show, Tim Pool. Uh, <laughs> he came out, and it's been it's being backed in a lot of hog circles that the Hawaii wildfires were not caused by Jewish space lasers. No, those are strictly for California, from our favorite uh, Marjorie Taylor Green. No, 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 they're Chinese lasers, not space. Mm. Just on the battleship, shot at Hawaii lit us all on fire because they can do it right now they they they're they've uh according to these uh like researchers that cite the evidence for like this theory they have been able to create an infinite laser that can just go on indefinitely which you know isn't possible but I, i'm glad you think so so thank you tim pool for showing how little you know of actual science speaking of uh, hawaii conspiracy theories i've actually seen some the other way well actually not even like conspiracy theory now there's I've, I've seen evidence to this. Um, not anything that I would like really like conclusively believe, you know, like a hundred percent without a doubt, but a lot of, from what I've seen is like people whose homes and apartments like did survive the fires are getting evicted. I saw that too. Yeah. I was actually going to talk about that too. Yeah. Is like the, I, the but, government like evacuating the island. Uh, they're mandatory? Getting, I don't know. Like I, again, again, like I've seen it like very out of context, just that people are getting evicted, but it appears to be their landlords evicting. Yeah, it, it doesn't appear to be state. It just appears to be like while the market's going to be because within after they clear up the clear up the rubble and move the bodies out of the thing, you got to remember they can turn a profit on that. That's new land to be bought and sold, brother. They got to get out. They got to get all that out. We can make, we can build more condominiums on that whole thing. Let's just, let's go. Think of all the golf courses we can put in. That's what I'm, I'm do, saying. Doing my research. Let's see here. <laughs> well, you push up. You know, you know, we were we were talking about um, just how humans, pro like you were talking about how humans possibly weren't more the cause of this one, Bush. But I will say, I think more evidence to that, to my, like to the human fault is coming out in the sense of poor land management is like one of the bigger parts yeah. because they literally ha brought in foreign grass that is not like accommodating to Hawaii heats and dryness, so it just dries cool. out extreme exceed exceedingly fast. So I don't know how true this is. This is from a Reddit user, so I think we can take it to heart. It's probably that, totally that's ten true. out of ten. But they, they say that um, it is the landlords kicking them out, not the government. First of all, fantastic. And second of all, they say developers have been trying to buy like native Hawaiians land for so long to build like resorts and shit, and this is just presented the most awesome opportunity for those developers. That. And I'm yeah, sure that. Yeah, and I'm sure they they gave a really good offer to the landlords who are now evicting people so they can sell. That's what it looks like. A Maoist uprising would be terrible. Please don't do that. That would be terrible. <clears throat> yeah, Absolutely guys, terrible. Definitely don't buy guns. Definitely don't take to the streets. Uh, that would be bad. Um, Maoist uprising. Ugh. Uh, I would hate that. I would hate that. Speaking of taking to the streets, in a 
metaphorical sense. Um, so Abigail Jo Shry, uh, Hagelina, her name was almost definitely Deborah at one point in her life, but she probably <laughs> changed it. But Abigail Jo Shry has been arrested after calling uh, Judge Tanya Chutkin, the uh, election interference federal case for Donald Trump. Uh, she was very subtle at her disagreement with uh, the judge. And by subtle, I mean not subtle at all. She left a voicemail saying, if Trump doesn't get elected in 2024, we are go- we are coming to kill you. So tread lightly, bitch. She also went on to call. She went later. Also went on to call the uh, to call Tanya Judkin a slave N word, uh, and has also made threats to kill the entire LGBT community, all Democrats, and Sheila Jackson, a representative from Texas. So she was arrested and is awaiting a bond hearing in September. But yeah, and she was a little surprised that they came to her door. Uh, the fact that they were able to find her, even though she left her name and number because she left a voicemail. And she, you know, traffic trace is not exactly a new technology or not exactly an advanced technology to be able to trace a phone call. So, again, the smartest Deborah, the smartest Deborah. Well, you know what's going to happen is six months she'll get out and then purchase a firearm completely legally. It's it's in Texas. You're not you're not wrong on that at all. Or she will be like the top of Trump's list to part if and when True. he wins again, because oh, that'll be a federal. Up with Shannon. <laughs> is he still in prison? It would, it would be like seven years. I think he got like seven years or something like that. I, I don't even remember what his name was. was Jake something? I, honestly, I have no Who idea. Is this? The QAnon shaman. Oh, the, guy okay. with, the guy with the big headdress on January 6th. That, yeah. that guy. <laughs> yep. The goat. Yeah. Well, so in that that same election interference case that's um, being set, being uh, tossed around a trial date of January, I think it's I think January 2nd, 2024. Uh, they want to get it started right away because they want to get it finished before the election. Obviously, that's what the prosecutors have uh, made made uh, a claim. Sorry, uh, they filed a motion to set the trial date for January 2nd, 2024. Trump's legal team is not surprisingly trying to push it back. Not just a few months. Um, they don't want it to start until May of 2026. <laughs> because remember, if Trump wins, he could just pardon himself January 20th, 2025. So, oh, that's well, that, that case Georgia, is over. Though. Not in Georgia. No, that is true. Georgia is a state case which he would not be able to pardon himself nor would Brian Kemp as we talked about last week, but yeah. So, 17 months after the 2024 election is when uh they are set to they want was when they want to start the trial for that. No. So that's going to be really funny if Trump loses in 24 and he's just going to sit there and wait for his trial. I mean, he'll die before it probably, but... <laughs> he's not well, that old. He's going to be Trump's seven... almost 80. He'll be yeah, 79 people, next July. People live to be well to into their 80s. Okay, well, yeah, when you have that A-grade government health care, you're going to live to 103. you got to remember, Nick, this is a man who has admitted that his favorite food of all time is a Big Mac with a Diet Coke. That man, he's not a, he's not a, light, he's not a healthy eater like boy. Now, granted, he has lost a lot of weight recently. He's on that, I don't know, the Atkins, Ozempic, whatever it is. But he's still a big boy. He's still a big boy at heart. He actually mm-hmm. called out, um, I think it was, uh, it wasn't Lauren Boebert, but it was some another Colorado representative for posting a picture of him at his golf course where he looked like he was about to, like, like he looked like just morbidly obese and he was like that delete that picture now that's not accurate that's photoshopped it's like no mr president this is just you brother you just have to, you just have to acknowledge boy. it he's a big boy we love big boys like chris christie my president yeah, chris christie is my president <laughs> so speaking of chris christie 
I just gave myself the best segue. Um, we're recording this on Monday, August 21st, two days before a very historic day in our nation's history, August 23rd, 2023. This day is historic. It's going to be so much fun for people like myself, Griffin, and I don't know. If Nick has nothing better to do, he might turn it on. But especially us. Um, on Wednesday evening, the 23rd, will be the first RNC debate for the Republican nomination for president of 2024. Most of the major candidates are set to show up after reaching the donor goals. You have to have 40,000 individual donors throughout the country, your polling numbers. And I think you have to sign a pledge where you would um, inevitably support who the nomination, who the nominee is. So we have our favorites like Little Ronda will be there, Michael J. Pence, Chris Christie, Vivek Ramaswamy, the rap god himself. Uh, Asa Hutchinson, and I think that's all that's going to show up for this week. I could be wrong. I could be missing. I think Doug Burgum might make it, but I don't. I don't think so. But uh, a name that I did not list, if you do, if you are listening carefully, is Donald Trump. Uh, Donald Trump had basically teased us and edged edged us for so long uh, if he was going to go or not. He said he was going to make his decision for this week, uh, and he did over the weekend. He is instead because he is too scared to go debate because someone is going to bring up those. Indi- like I saw a great take. The reason he's not going truly, besides like the, oh, look at me, like it's me and my mom, worry about that. But the, one of the main reasons he's not going to go is because he's going to go go to that debate. Someone, probably Chris Christie or Mike Pence, is going to bring up the indictments and Trump can't respond to them because then he'd be breaking his like bail because he'd be talking about the case, which you can't do as he learned after the protective order was sent on him for his truth social. So I think that might be a g- good reason why he's not. He's actually set to have a one-on-one interview with his favorite commentator, Tucker Carlson, on Tucker's network. I don't think it's going to be on Twitter. I think it's just going to be on a different network. But, yeah, Tucker Carlson will be interviewing the president at the same time to undercut the views of the debate. Go ahead, Bush. Tucker Carlson has the opportunity to do the funniest thing ever. If he brought it up, if he still brought it up. Please, please, Tucker. Tucker hates Trump. He does, yes. Tucker Tucker Carlson has been on – has been on record calling Trump a demon, like a literal demon. <clears throat> he has a chance. Just do if have some Tucker backbone. Tucker Carlson brother. asks Donald Trump about the case. I am a Tucker. I'm. I will vote for the Republican nominee. I will be a Tucker. <laughs> <fan>. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Mr. President, w- w- what do you think about this case? God damn you! <laughs> I told you not to bring that up. Ugh. Or or he'll pull a sixty or he'll pull a sixty minutes where he'll just walk out of the interview. Do you remember when he did yeah, that in twenty twenty? That was the one of the greatest interviews of all time. He literally stupid. just said, "No, nah, I think we got enough here," and he just walked out. Like, what if he? Yeah, what if he still talked it. about it? I could also see a scenario where true. he just talked about it anyways. Yeah, that's true. I could also see that. Well, he he did he did a Newsmax interview a few weeks ago, and uh, so even Newsmax, the far right news that it is can't talk about like the election being stolen a certain way without because like they'll get hit with like a, a lawsuit like fox news did so every time trump goes on there he obviously says oh I, I i like uh the election was stolen i didn't lose kind of thing right and the last time he did that every time would him would start like a talking about it it would be an audio voicing over blocking out trump saying Newsmax, or we encourage you to do your own research and come up with your own formulated opinions but we here at newsmax do not believe that the election was interfered with in any way that's it was so, so it was it was just cucking cucking trump which is awesome that's so Fucking good incredible what a clown <laughs> speaking of clowns 
we can do we can rip off my uh my stupid news stories for this week here i only got three of them this time but i think the Fantastic. first one's a real banger <laughs> little, uh, so little the, midway so the the uh the headline here american patriot dick bigger jr loves to have politicians sign his balls <laughs> that's you know, you know he is looking for some bar bussy. You know he's looking for some bar bussy. 100%. Oh, Dick, what was his name? Dick Baker, Dick Baker Jr. is a Dick proud Baker patriot. Jr. The kind that of man who loves nothing more possible. than local politics by presenting his balls to politicians so that he can autograph My president. Senior. Um, now, I, I do, I'm not going to spread rumors here. It is baseballs. But I just thought that headline was fucking incredible. Oh and yeah, the they knew what they were doing for that. Dick bigger, like that's real. Fucking incredible. Did, do you think he was like given that name at birth, or did he? Well, what Dick is short for what? Richard, Richard right? Yeah. Richard bigger, bigger Jr. Richard bigger I mean, Jr. I guess. Uh, just that's not that impossible. Implies that, it implies the existence of Dick bigger scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are not wrong on that, Bush. You are a hundred percent true. Uh, somebody's name was dick bigger and they're like yeah i gotta name my son this i, I have to right <laughs> yeah. do you think they did it because it would be funny for the kid or, or funny to be called dick bigger senior <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah the answer is definitely yes <laughs> the next one i got here is uh, a u.s marine uh marine veteran killed his stepfather with an atomic wedgie one uh, minute yeah, that's the headline here. I didn't actually have time it's to read this. when it gets over the head. I think so. Yeah, that's, that's impressive. The most I don't know. I don't know how kill. the. I don't know how the underwear doesn't snap. Like that's what I've never yeah. understood. Like if I had like, the quality of that, it's got to be insane. Yeah, there's some stretchy underwear. Yeah, the Marine Corps veteran uh, told his stepfather that he was a bully and things turned physical. His stepfather got up and tried to punch him, but the Marine easily overcame him, leaving the old man on the floor. And that's when the Marine decided to add insult to injury. Oh my god. (laughs) Semper Fi. Semper Fi. There are bravest hunters. What kind of child (laughs) knocks down like a 70-year-old dude and then is like, you know what? (laughs) (laughs) Brother, you forget. He took away his crayons. He didn't have anything to eat. Uh, what was he gonna eat? <laughs> he needed those crayons would, back. Like he called him a bully. I wonder if his dad used to, like gave him an atomic wedgie once when he was like six. He was like, "Fuck this guy. I'm gonna get him one day." But it's his stepdad too, so it's like, yeah, the 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 turntables, I, wonder, I guess. How did like? I wonder. Like, did he like choke him out with it or fucking? No, how do you uh, kill so... somebody with that? The way I'm reading it here is he would have died of other things, too. Like, he had some... It was a pretty physical thing. No. It looks like there was... I'm sure there was also probably a fight in. before... Yeah, a fight before it. Yeah. Um, but it yeah, is way, way funnier. Huh? <laughs> it is it way, way funnier, funnier to imagine that... Yeah, if it's yeah. just that with no other medical complications. <laughs> <laughs> Bullying kills kids. Don't do it. He Bullying pushed him down kills. and it just what a commercial. and he died. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this, this is your underwear. This is your underwear on drugs. <laughs> this is your underwear <laughs> on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like uh, Dare. We'll bring back Dare for bullying. Uh, Dare. Dare. Uh, the last one I got here, 
Uh, you might have heard of this one. That I heard this going around actually on a, a different podcast, and I kind of stealing their thunder here. But uh, a Tesla Model X was totaled by an insurance company in the United States last year before it suddenly came back online and started sending notifications to the phone of its former owner. Um, so what it looks like happened here is the car or its computer was suddenly online in a southern war-torn region of Ukraine. The owner found this out by opening the Tesla app and using the geolocation feature. This is when he also found out that the new user of his vehicle was listening to Spotify that he pays for. And he was Let's go! Drake. <laughs> <laughs> God, the military, the military industrial complex will take anything, anything to use it for war. I swear. Yeah, um, that's. God, don't I don't know how this Ukraine. happens. Like, we need, we need this, we need this car. Trust me, it will save democracy. This makes me wish I would have kept my first car when I totaled it. Like, what's happening to that now? Your car's in the Ukraine, Nick. <laughs> it's got a mini to the top. There is probably a truth to that. They do a lot of a lot of scrap metal goes pretty much straight to like like um, weapons developers because like either for testing or just like the building of weapons in general. So I will say there's probably a piece of a lot of our like a lot of scrap metal that you've used in your past that's probably a part of a gun or probably a part of a bullet at some somewhere in the world. Got used to kill some Iraqi child. Yeah, exactly. So uh, it, again, no ethical consumption under capitalism. <laughs> what it looks like here, and I don't know how it wouldn't like get corrupted or wiped at some point, but what it looks like is the central computer and radio stuff was salvageable. So they took it out and put it in a, a different car and then a tank. sold that car. Right, I mean, it could be. A Tesla tank in the Ukraine. A Model T. (laughs) The Tesla T, baby. Thank you, Elon. Whoever's in charge of, like, Tesla's Twitter or whatever, they they contacted him, and they just gave him instructions for how to remove the vehicle so that (laughs) they stopped listening to his shit. No explanation of how it happened, though. (laughs) It's way funnier to put that that story in your head. Like, I I will say... I will say on a little bit of a tangent off that too. Uh, Elon and Zuckerberg are confirmed to fight now. They're trying to book the Coliseum, but they are officially going to fight. Uh, Elon's team has officially agreed. Uh, again, place our bets now. I don't think there's a chance in hell Zuck loses. Like that man is going to kill him. Versus yeah. Elon. A, yeah, yeah. Zuck. Isn't it's Elon Zuckerberg. A pretty huge dude. And Zuckerberg's yeah, just kind Zuckerberg of is so out of shape. And Zuckerberg's, I think, becoming a red belt. In Taekwondo, uh, Jiu Jitsu, and Jiu Jitsu. Yeah, so, a, like a, and he's a, Zuckerberg is in infinitely better shape. He's a lot smaller. Zuckerberg's like five foot seven, and Musk yeah, is like five, six two. He's five seven, so there's no way he weighs more than like a hundred and fifty pounds. No, I think he's like probably like fifty pounds lighter than Musk, which I would say gives Musk a big advantage despite being untrained. But he's so much less trained, and he's so out of shape. It sucks. Like Zuck's kind of jacked. We're forgetting the most important factors on both sides, though. It's not who would win between those two. You have to realize. You have to look beyond that. You have to look to Whoa. their true forms. Who is? Who, well, there's that. You have to look to their true forms. Who would win, an alien or a robot? I mean, that's that's the better question here. Well, sucks a lizard. So, well, yeah, a li- lizard people from outer space. True. Yeah, I drink an adrenochrome. 
I just love there's never a normal moment with him. He's kind of like the billionaire Ron DeSantis in his lack of riz. Like he just Elon he, or, uh, Zuck. Zuck. I, Zuck is definitely more likable than Elon, obviously. Uh, that's not saying a whole lot, but yeah, it's not saying a whole lot. No, is but he, I mean, every you, tech company tracks you. It's kind of like I don't think Elon or Zuck is any worse than Tim Cook or elon for that matter no i'm not defending either of them i'm just saying in like terms of like listening to him talk i can i can much rather appreciate uh musk talking than zuck and but as like a person i'd probably say ethically they're obviously they're ethically both terrible they're billionaires like that's just wage theft like that's all like the whole shebang but it's just zuck emotes too much in his face or just goes like wide-eyed whereas musk is like whatever man whatever like yeah, I would pick Zuck over the Musk for the pure like reason of Musk talks so much more. Yeah, like Zuck there's is that. pretty quiet most of the time. Like you don't hear about Zuck a lot, except for when he's in front of Congress. Yeah, yeah. and then Elon's like, well, um, Republican propaganda. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. But I do, I do have a brief uh, aside. I have a side back to the political sphere. Um, but yeah, that ten that that fight is set to be decided for time wise. I hope it's by the end of the year. That'd be really cool. Like, can we imagine like a Christmas fight? That'd be sweet. But oh. <laughs> our our uh, our boy, our governor of governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, soon to be eviscerated on the debate stage on Wednesday by everyone that's on there. He knows this. Uh, how we, how do we know that he knows that he's going to be destroyed? His campaign. Um, accidentally leaked a memo. Uh, not accidentally. Uh, well, I don't exactly think that he planned I, for it well, to be I leaked. Well, I do know how it works, though. Okay, expl- explain for the context. So, what the, the debate points came from his super PAC, um, and they are not allowed to, like, privately officially, like, support him. Like, they cannot mm. officially just, like, privately send him that. So what they have to do legally is post them online Fantastic. And, then, and then tell them where to find it. So they'll post it somewhere like super fucking weird and like impossible to find. And like somewhere on the him, dark web. Yeah. And then send him a link. Well, somebody found it. <laughs> someone found it. Uh, and someone of those people uh, reported to the New York post, which I am going to read off and actually share my screen for anyone actually able to watch. Are you so watching good. the show? I'll be reading this out loud for anyone that cannot, but there are four basic must-dos for the debate on Wednesday. Number one, attack Joe Biden and the media three to five times. Now, you can't do it twice. You can't do it six times. But three to five is beautiful. This that is not a drinking so game, much right? Of like, that reminds me so much of the, like, the that scene from Monty Python where they're talking about the Hoi Hand grenade. Three shall be the number to which thou shalt count. <laughs> No number more. two, no state st- state Governor Ron DeSantis's positive vision two to three times. Again, the numbers define, are perfect. Define positive. Exactly, positive uh, Nazi views. Number three, hammer Vivek Ramaswamy in a response. I really hope he. What now? What would make? What would give Ron DeSantis even a shred of charisma or whatever it is? A shred of likability. We know at the Iowa State Fair, Vivek Ramaswamy, the current uh, third place, soon to be second place uh, Republican nominee, Republican candidate ra- rather, uh, rapped uh, Eminem's "Rap God" live in front of everyone because it's his favorite song, according to him. Now, in Hammer Vivek's, Vivek Ramaswamy, in a response, if he was to rap battle him, 
I'm voting for. Him. I'm sorry. That, I, I would vote for Rod Exactly. That's how you win me back, brother. And number four, defend Donald Trump in absentia in response to a Chris Christie attack. Those are his four four major points with some name invoke points. It's a couple of theories to go along with it, as well as just general overlaying talking points to go around with the debate. But those four are the major ones. The fourth one in particular is the most interesting to me in the sense of Chris Christie has been very vocal about his disdain for President Trump. It's fat on fat violence. I don't support it. But you know what? One, I guess I'll, I guess I'll live with it. A man that can shut down a beach, he deserves to be president. And DeSantis knows that when Trump's not there, because like again, he's too much of a coward to debate, and he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to go to jail. Uh, he knows that without there, DeSantis or uh, Christie is going to call him a coward, like he already has beforehand. And I, I could see Mike Pence actually doing something similar to that, um, depending on if he's actually like fully cut ties with his former boss. I know, I remember back they in the day he to was hang him. Yeah, they literally. Yeah, his his boss's supporters were sent, were erected gallows outside of the Capitol to be like, "Hang Mike Pence." You know, uh, a little fun fact I learned too from the Legal Eagle on YouTube. Uh, in the latest uh, or in the third Trump indictment with January sixth, uh, it is alleged that the uh, defendant Trump said to Mike Pence after Mike Pence said, uh, "Mr. President, I don't think I have the authority to stop the election like that." Uh, Trump said, "You're too honest." And now Mike Pence is selling merch that says too honest on the back of it for his presidential run. So, you know what? I'll give, I'll, I'll give him like a half a point for that. So, yeah, go, go ahead, Mike Pence. But Chris Christie and the other candidates are, soon, are definitely going to acknowledge Trump's absence and make fun of it as best as they can. Despite wanting his voter base so bad, they still all hate Trump because he's just not like one of their guys, especially Chris Christie. But why? Why? If I am DeSantis's campaign team, which he did just fire his campaign manager right before this debate with his whole team is being reshuffled because it is currently running the worst campaign of all time. He needs to do something. But if I am on DeSantis's team, if, even if I'm Ron myself, why would I defend my number one interlocutor? That is your chance to jump across the board. I don't care if he's already been making fun of you regardless because he already looks at you like a traitor. The second yeah. you said, yeah, I'm running for president, you lost all favor in Donnie's eye, brother. You're not going to get his voters, no matter what you yeah. do. At least yeah. stand up for yourself and say, hey, yeah, I'm on the stage. Where are you, Donald? Come on. Or at least point that out. Like, why, why defend him? He, I don't think he needs to. I don't think he needs to. I don't think he should. For my campaign advice to Ron DeSantis would be to not attack Trump personally, but just, like, remain quiet when someone attacks him. That's fair. Don't defend him because it doesn't do yeah, anything for you. Yeah, anybody who's going to get hyped up by saying you defend Trump isn't voting for you. So, Exactly. I I think there's like a 5% chance in the back of his mind. He think, Well, I think his biggest campaign strategy is Trump goes to jail. And his backup plan? Well, maybe if I, maybe if I defend him enough, I can be his running mate. Sorry, Ron. No. That's never going to happen. He is going Trump to pick anyone else except for you. Like it's just—it's not going to happen. Yeah, he—if he would have been smart, he would have not run for president, and like set himself up to be Trump's running mate the whole way. Exactly. And people would have loved it. Yep, you would have gotten the entire Republican base support, but now he's viewed as an by an enemy, being even heckled at the Iowa State Fair, saying we want Trump instead, as he was leaving his private jet, like. Come on, man. That's got to be tough. On, that's got to be tough on the guy. Obviously, he deserves every ounce of uh, hate that's going towards him with all of the fascist ideology that he's being pushed. But at the same time, like, 
you got to have some kind of like humiliation kink at some point. Otherwise, like, <laughs> damn, you're you're glut, uh, glut for slut for budget punishment, I guess. Uh, We're not here to kink shame, but no, yeah. not exactly. Exactly. Um, I've got a little bit of international news uh, stuff too, uh, and then we'll, then we'll then we'll end the day off with some Minnesota news because well, we have both some good Minnesota news and some bad Minnesota news. So, but for our international stage, uh, transphobia is back. Not that it ever left, but it's it's back in a big way. Um, I think uh, I can't. Remember, I think it was Gallup. It might have been Pew that released the study. That's I think it was sixty-five to seventy percent of Americans surveyed in that survey um, considered thought that trans athletes should compete with the gender they were assigned to at birth rather than uh biological like they rather than cis women uh competing with trans women just separate them right because this idea of fairness and meritocracy that we've been uh, pushed to believe our entire lives despite the fact that doesn't actually exist now the, the fairness in sports has also brought its way to the international stage of chess chess is now is now banning trans women from competing with cis men in the international chess championship because <laughs> they were clearly dominating obviously <laughs> i mean that feels so targeted because there's probably like one person yeah. oh yeah maybe two well i mean that's the whole trans that's what thing there's it's Mia thomas that's it yeah you're not you're not you're not stopping this huge flux of people going over well, first of all why is the chess championship gendered? <laughs> that, I didn't think it was. That's a great, that's that's a great point, say. too. So, like, I didn't think it was gendered either, Nick. And that's why I brought you. They're like, yeah, fuck you. Like, I, I get that we don't do anything with genders here, but if you're trans, I hate you. Go away. Yeah, like, you're just admitting at a certain point, you're just admitting, I'm stupider than a trans person. Like, what? Like, you're, it's chess is not a physical attribute, my guy. I like to play chess at the same time, but it is all up here. It is nothing yeah, to do with physical game. strength. Yeah. Like, you are just posting your l's at that point i'm sorry like what are you doing is this the most pressing issue you could think of oh my god it's so dumb what i'm finding here is that the majority of chess tournaments are open to all genders but not but not trans anymore there are a few that are restricted to women only because they were started oh you know like in the 60s when that was a big deal huh that's yeah, I, I never would have guessed that 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 transphobia would make its way to chess, but it has. So, yeah, I, I guess take what you can get. I guess. Is. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess so. Another bit of uh, international news, which is a little more concerning than that, is uh, President Biden held a leaders' conference this weekend with the presidents of Japan and South Korea at Camp David, um, basically to show, uh, for one purpose, to show that chi- to show to China that. Uh, the three of them can basically con- control the China Sea if they want to, basically to bolster a military alliance be- ahead of the uh, the Asian alliance between North between uh, Russia, China, India, and I'm forgetting the other two. It's uh, I think it's Geiner is the acronym for that alliance, but uh, please look it up if I'm mis- mis- uh, mistaking on that. But it's just ramping up more Cold War rhetoric, saying, listen, it's allies versus Axis again, kind of the whole shebang, because if there's one thing that the Biden admin and the foreign policy of the United States wants more than anything, it's a war with China, because it bolsters the military-industrial complex, keep us in endless war, make more and more money. Oh, my God. This is what, it's the only thing we know how to do. It's the only economy we've had for the last 80 years since World War II is a war economy. That's what we, that's, that's how we, that's how we be. 
it was it's just it's so the fact that we can't look at these out like look at a country and be like why, why do we need to be mad at you like come on like come on like just let them exist let us exist work together when it needs to be like to fight to fight climate change or just leave each other alone who cares like we're like and this is the same people that will always say like oh capitalism is so great because competition then why are you trying to destroy your competition at every like every chance you can get like like not even making it a fair fight but literally just like undermining them at any chance they get shouldn't you be like yeah this is just what happens or if you truly think that the competition is bad then i don't know man maybe you should look into a different kind of system just saying but yeah, yeah. Foreign policy has not been great under the branded admin for a number of reasons. But has United States foreign policy been good any time in the last sixty years? No, it has not. Besides Jimmy Carter, <laughs> got, got people kidnapped in Iran. But boy Jimmy. <laughs> that's besides the point. He's still alive. I don't know uh, how. He's a vegetable. But he somehow he looks better than Diane Feinstein. Oh, I will say. Technically, uh, Jimmy is eligible to run. So, uh, that is true. Yeah, he yes. only served yeah, one term. He only served one term. Let's get Jimmy. He's better. Hey, he's almost younger than Joe. <laughs> That's not Jimmy true. But the yes, opposite problem that Trump. Well, I guess it depends on your point of perspective. I was going to say people liked him as a person, but hated his policy. Yeah. Well, the only policy I can truly like point to as at like like strictly from the Carter White House because like I said it was, it was only four years. It was fairly like benign, I guess is the best way to. It was basically just like a pause. It's kind, yeah. it was kind of like the before Brandon Advent between like two kind of really bad presidents between Nixon and or between Ford and uh, Reagan, of course. But yeah. the only thing I, mean, I can think of for, for for Carter was putting the solar panels on the on the White House, saying like, "Oh, we're going to give the energy that God gave us," and then four years later, Ronald Reagan ripped them off the White House. Wasn't so good. Uh, wasn't it Carter that totally effed up the Iran? Thing? Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I was saying. Like the Iranian hostage crisis happened under uh, Carter. Now, I I don't tend to put a, a whole lot of blame on him. I blame the CIA because like we destabilized Iran with the coup before, uh, propped up the Shah, and then just like left the Americans like in the embassy there. Like that was a hundred percent on them. But yeah. a great movie about that, by the way, is Argo. It does it does bootlick the CIA more than I. T- care to give but it is a good movie with brian cranston so i heard oh, it was good brian yeah it's a, good, it's a good movie and my last bit of international news uh soviet russia uh launched a rocket ship into space and it crashed into the moon <laughs> it, it was completely automated there were no no people inside no people involved with it except for like at the controls but it was confirmed by uh i think i think it was the nsa or just in general like an american agency as well and they confirmed it on their news as well it's yeah just crashed into the side of the moon let's go i i also saw i was just looking at news and i'm like god i i i think i saw that is that what he's talking about yeah yep that's exactly what i'm talking goobers. about well, that's we, so we kind of are like, it's not like the fact that we ever left the Cold War, like it's still always been here, but we're also kind of like rear, like going back in time in the sense of history repeating itself with the space race. Like NASA is about to launch another, I say about, but 2025 is scheduled, excuse me, for the return to the moon. Uh, since the last time we went there, I think it was in 1972 was the last time we were at the moon, 1974. I, I don't exactly remember the, the numbers, but 
uh, so we're back at the space competition, then obviously like the future of colonizing Mars or whatever it ends up being. But I will say, and I know Nick, me and you disagree with this on a lot when it comes to space, but mm-hmm. I truly do think that like the final frontier as portrayed in Star Trek and all these other things is truly the way that humanity can like come together as hippie and uh, nostalgic as that sounds. But like the international space station is still a great place, great example of, countries working together being able to help each other being able to work off each other's ideas and in pursuit of like knowledge and like betterment of the human species it's i think it's been said that like anytime that you go up to the moon of the like 22 people that have seen it they all pretty much say the exact same thing it's like we i came home and like wanted to better like the world immediately after i got back there because i didn't see race i didn't see gender i didn't see anything like that i just saw human on human so i don't know it gives me a little bit of hope so if space can be the answer, let's go to space, baby. I guess, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to shoot you down. That was really inspirational. So, I'm going to shoot you Thank down. you. I think it's really right. funny. <laughs> You're an Earth scientist. You have a bias, you son of a bitch. You, you want to stay here. No, the coming together at the international was a good point. I, I just, I think there are, I would rather, um, we fight homelessness, they go to the moon, to be honest. But uh, that, that, see, I don't disagree. I don't disagree with you on that. But it doesn't, ha- it, doesn't, it doesn't have it doesn't have to be mutually exclusive. No, it doesn't. I doesn't. I'm not like anti space by any means. I just like mm. and NASA's NASA's half of one percent of the entire fiscal budget every single year, yeah. which is being slashed exactly. even more every single year. Yeah, people are like, Oh, we're spending so much money on this, but it's like when you really look at it, we're really not. <laughs> no, absolutely not. It's just absolutely absurd but uh again and we'll wrap up with uh i got two news stories out of minnesota and we'll just kind of discuss off of them um would you guys like to hear the fir- the good or the bad news for minnesota first uh, we better start good no i was thinking the opposite because it's probably the last thing we're going to talk about how about we oh, do the true. bad first we'll start bad all right well our favorite Former crackhead Mike Lindell, the CEO of My Pillow, <laughs> based out of Shakopee, Minnesota, um, he had a little announcement. Unlike Trump's cancel announcement today, in which Trump was supposedly uh, going to have this press conference and basically prove that the election was stolen in Georgia, but uh, his his defense counsel said, "Sir, please don't do that." So <laughs> he he canceled it uh, inadvertently. He said, "My defense team has told me not to not to show the truth, so I'm not going to anymore." <laughs> Thank you, Donnie. Thank you. But Mike, Mike Pillow did have a conference this weekend about elections, about the future of elections, because if there's one guy I want to secure the future of my democracy, it's the guy who made a sub average pillow and who used to be on crack. Like, that's my guy. That's the guy I go to. A theocratic fascist. Exactly. That's the guy I go to. I mean, that's the guy Trump went to in 2020 when he handed him. uh, Why am I forgetting that? uh martial law documents outside the white house like okay but he he had a press conference and he got up to got up to some shenanigans with his buddies they basically um teased and teased and teased for the first day of this conference on this new technology that was going to save american democracy and save our elections in the future and during the second day live on the h3 podcast actually they uh announced it in which uh it's a drone so with this technology that they're trying to shill and grift to their to their uh, buyers they're expecting these geriatric people that listen to this shit to buy this big drone and you fly it to a polling place during elections 
And while you're flying to the election place, when you get close to it, it scans the building in it and it picks up all of your IP addresses of the phones, what they're doing on the phones, and all it just scans all of their data. Which that is sounds illegal. Which is one thousand percent illegal. <laughs> but to possible? I mean, but, I know that there yeah, are certain it, ways, but yeah, it, he demonstrated it live at the thing because how he did this was he gave a buddy on stage this big controller and said, now let's see the future fly in. And they flew a drone from outside into the conference room and scanned everyone's phone in the audience and said, look at this data. We can see if someone accesses the Internet right now, because if someone's at, an, at a poll station, that someone can fly in the drone and they can see if they're up to some shenanigans. Yeah, how would, first of all, how would that like we vote on paper? So like, what are you gonna what are you gonna see? Do we? I thought there, it was in computers in some places now. It's still paper, and then they scan it into machines. Yeah, um, okay. controlled by Hugo Chavez, of course. But right. and George Soros and George Soros, yes. But no, the 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 goal of this technology is to capture the if they're like the pollsters that are stealing the election if they're on their phone looking up like how to steal an election, then they can see that and they'll be like, hey, look at that. And that's not even the best part. That's not even the best part. Like a if, Chinese spy looking that up. Exactly. If it, if it detects peculiarities, which is up to the discretion of the user, it's not like a system like that has to like check off like certain like things or like, or like AI or anything like that. No, no, no. It's up to the flyer by. When they fly in, if they detect something, there's a self-destruct feature on the drone. It's a flying bomb. It's a bomb. That can't be legal. It's not. So By any means. Self-destruct could mean a lot of things. It could just no, no. mean that it corrupts they its own hard drive. They demonstrated it is a small explosive charge. Oh, Jesus. Christ. He said it's equivalent to a quarter stick of TNT. A so quarter? He, he yes. Just a, he just made a drone bomb. He just made a bomb. Yeah, he made a flying bomb that is meant to be a domestic terrorist on the polling stations. Yeah, I made a bomb. So I'm waiting for the FAA to sue Mike to sue Mike Lindell or to arrest him. I I, I don't know who has jurisdiction over that, but brother, the that's election. Department of Homeland Security. I, I don't know. Yeah, like they're sounds... just grifting bombs. Like, are you if serious? I a, if I go to vote and I see a drone, I'm running out of there so fucking fast. And that's their goal. That's their goal is to scare voters. That's all they want to do. Like it's like Arizona during the 2022 midterms when they were standing outside of the press, like standing outside of the poll boxes with fully kitted AR-15s. Like, yeah, it's okay. We're just here for security. Please drop off your yeah. vote, sir. That's definitely not going to scare some kid away from it's dropping off his phone. It makes me want to mail-in vote even harder. Right? Yeah, we need to expand that shit. <laughs> mail-in vote. But, but don't yeah, vote it's... for your dead wife or husband, like those yeah. three uh, people well, did. How do you, what? No, I'm <laughs> three Republicans how, did. How else is Joe Biden going to win? That, you are right. Besides... My favorite take from that, I've told Cameron, I don't know, I told, I've told Cameron Sam this before, I don't know if I've told Nick. I was watching a Jubilee and it was conservative parents versus like liberal children, and uh, the best take is like, oh, like we we shouldn't allow male voting. They're like, why? And they're like, and the kids like, why? Because like it's like you know it's it's all right. it's exactly yeah. Like we just shouldn't allow it because Democrats do it. The best take. It's ever. So it's so good. It's true. If you completely stop a group of people from voting, you will win. I promise. Yeah. That's the how. You, that's reason, how it works. The only reason that the Democrats won is because mail-in voting. Like, well, why is that? Well, because the Democrats vote by mail. 
That's that's absolutely true. But yeah, so that's that's the sad news out of Minnesota. Um, that was the sad news. That was great news. Well, it's mostly a sadness on the sense of he. We have to accept like he. We have to say he's from our state. Like we have to say yeah. he's ours. Like that's. It's just kind of an embarrassing thing, I guess. But we can just say, uh, I, I don't know. We just have to wash it away. I just hope that the he's the only person on this planet that was better on crack. That's all I have to say. He's he kind of devolved after that. Sure. But. Or, go just, ahead, Nick. I just pulled up a stat. The twenty twenty election. Fifty eight percent of Biden voters were mail in, which I think we I actually thought it'd be more than that. Number. Thirty two percent of Trump voters still mailed in. Exactly, yeah. because you have the military. That's all <laughs> they do is vote by mail. Yeah. It's like that's the funniest thing to be like, we need to make it so less people vote. Well and you know what else is funny is 30% of people voted in person before election day. Yeah, exactly. And we're all talking yeah. about, like, one day for the election. No mail-in, no bullshit. <laughs> like, now, and the thing is, too, they'll advocate for that. Single-day voting, right? But don't make it a federal holiday. You have to you have to take off work. If you're going to vote, you have course. to leave work. <laughs> in the capitalist um, haven, that is. Abs- damn straight, brother. That's what we do here in the goddamn U.S. of A. But, um, so... In a, another piece of uh, this is the good Minnesota news for for oh, uh, people people like us. Uh, so the Minnesota Republicans they're not doing well. Um, the party itself is not doing well with voters. It's not doing well to connect with people. It's just not doing well in general, thanks to the Stalin or the Lenin esque reforms that is Timothy Walls, uh, completely revamping the social infrastructure of Minnesota, making it awesome. It actually just passed into the top three of states to live in. So let's go. I don't know. We're 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 climbing yeah, up I mean, there. We'll I, be number one soon. I've I've spent time in lots of places, and honestly, I mean, it's not even close for me. Like I like where I go to school, but living full time definitely no, I'm moving I, uh, back. I'm inclined to agree. Out of every state I've been to, it's I it's really doesn't compare. It's it's so now, good. Yeah, you can say what you will. We are from the wealthier portion of minnesota but even like, is, i've been to i've been to almost all of minnesota every major yeah. city at least yeah exactly and even some of the smaller towns aren't doing like yeah. as bad as like towns in like kentucky or oh, oklahoma are. Than, like i've spent the i've spent the, quite a bit of time this summer in rural north dakota and they're not doing so hot but they'll still vote for damn republicans because that's what daddy yeah, told them to do hell yeah brother but yeah so the minnesota republicans aren't doing well um if you guys were to take a guess as to how much their how much the Minnesota Republican Party has for cash on hand, what what would you take a guess at? I'm gonna go. Well, first of all, are they in debt, or are we talking? They do have cash. Now they do have debt, but they also have cash on hand. So right. if you take away like take away the debt, a hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> You are not that far off. <laughs> I, I have no idea. I was going to guess Min- in the millions, but now I'm curious. <laughs> the Minnesota Republican Party is sitting with $53.18 <laughs> in cash on hand as of July of 2023. Is that a net or like yes. account value? That is their overall expense, like between like expenditures. They are currently $300,000 in debt, $330 to be exact. Um, but so with actual like... Even. But with the, no, no, with exact like this, they have the debt on top of this. But like with spendable cash tomorrow, they have just under sixty dollars, like That's to their incredible. name. 
So <laughs> they're not doing great. That's what all I'll have to say with that. As, as opposed to the Minnesota uh, Farmer Labor Party, the, D, the DFL, they currently have a cash flow sitting in the millions of dollars. I believe it's, I, th- I think I saw it was $8.3 million of cash on hand. Well, the Republicans well, yeah. have $58. George Soros <laughs> is funneling that money in. Damn straight, brother. That's how we. That's how they win. That's how we got Timothy Walls. Oh, let's go. But that's so good. It, it's just it's it's great to see. We we wish that the the national one would also go bankrupt. Of course, um, get them all out of there as, as as fast as possible. But I don't know. We can start with state victory and we'll go on from there as, as we are going with that. But yeah, I think that's all I've got for that. I will leave it on one final piece to ponder because this is going to be an ongoing news story for this coming week as uh, legal scholars meet later this week to discuss it, as well as um, different uh, just state representatives in uh, the House legislature. Uh, Gruesome Gavin Newsom out, out of California uh, has, agreed, has joined two Federalist Society, which if you don't know what that is, basically it's this far right, right think tank that is responsible for Roe v. Wade being overturned in the first place, making all these conservative judges, like judges and justices, to destroy civil liberties. Nice. Two, As you yeah, do. two, two of those legal scholars. So obviously not uh, left wing at all. Two of them have come out with this theory that under the Fourteenth Amendment, Donald Trump is unable to run for president due to the treasonous acts committed on January sixth, and now that he's been charged with that crime, um, he is un- literally unconstitutional to run for president in 2028 or 2024. Now this is being debated amongst legal scholars and will be set to uh, be more concretely uh, poured upon going forward. But states like California and Gruesome Newsom have uh, come out in favor of this legal theory. And Newsom is actually talking to the state, uh, state house under the, under uh, the 14th amendment of eligibility to keep Trump's name off the ballot in California. Now, this doesn't matter in the slightest because California would go blue regardless, but it does set a precedent for other legal states to keep uh, Trump's name off of the ballot in even some swing states, if possible, which is which is crazy. Yeah. That's we haven't we haven't seen something like that since Lincoln. So I thought that would be interesting. And like I said, it's it's going to continue on as the legal legal minds meet later this week, uh, and uh, Newsom is set to meet with the state legislature representatives later this week. But we'll keep you updated as it goes. But that's interesting as it goes forward. Definitely. Mm-hmm. But do you guys have any other uh, news stories to discuss this week? No, oh, I think I'm done. Fresh out. Sweet. Well, episode 26 uh, comes to a wrap. Ep- second episode with video, even a, a little shared screen in there. So uh, this has been Two Lefties Get It Right. We'll see you next week. <laughs>